we're up against a pretty powerful group of corrupt individuals. You, you, once you realize that, what's the worst thing they can do? They can kill you. Well, they're going to kill you anyway with their policies. They want to reduce population. And when you talk about Klaus Schwab, that's what you're talking about. A satanic commitment to population reduction. For what purpose? To make life easier for the super wealthy. Hey guys, that was Harley Schlanger who joins us for our first 2023 update. I think you're going to enjoy this conversation about the new world order and the top-down global cover-up. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Noble Gold Investments wants to let you know that gold was the best investment class for 2022. Now, of course, past performance is no guarantee of future results, so do your own due diligence. According to longtermtrends.net, gold actually outperformed the S&P, the Dow, and Bitcoin in 2022. So what are you waiting for? Open a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month and receive a free one quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star reviews. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report with another update from my longtime friend, historian, and expert on all things political, Harley Schlanger. Harley, welcome back as we're having this conversation today on the 13th of January. Well, the Twitter files dropped more of them, and guess what? Adam Schiff wanted to ban people like me, deamplify and ban accounts they say were linked to QAnon. The hits just keep coming. The deep state is being exposed. They're all charlatans, all of them. Adam Kissinger, not just the Democrats, some of those rhinos as well. Welcome back, Harley. Well, good to see you. And I'm glad to see they're still targeting you, Sean, because it means you're not irrelevant. <laughs> well, thanks for that, I guess. We'll look at the bright side any way we can. Uh, we're doing pretty well over on Rumble, and uh, we're very grateful to have honest platforms like BitChute and other platforms, Gab, you know, we're going to keep fighting these people, Harley, until we fully expose them and bring them to justice. That's my goal. Well, I think they're they're fully exposed. The question is, will enough people make a decision that they're not going to let these criminals speak in their behalf? You know, if, if you look at the events from the, the Twitter files, you look, look at the admission by Merkel and Hollande, the German chancellor and the French president, that they knew they were lying when they were negotiating the Minsk Accord. So when you have things like that going on, there enough of it gets through. The question is, do the people allow them to continue to do that? And if we allow them to continue to do it, it's on us. And so what we need, and, and this is what you do, this is why you get in trouble, this is why I get in trouble, we're speaking the truth and we're not being deterred you know, I think I sent you, I, I've just been named once again by the Ukrainian National Security and Defense uh, team as an information terrorist for saying that Ukrainians, the Ukrainian government is allowing Ukrainians to be killed on behalf of NATO, not on behalf of Ukraine, on behalf of NATO. And the defense minister of Ukraine even admitted that. He, he put out a tweet last week, this guy, um, Resniak, he said, Look, we're shedding our blood for you, so give us more weapons. Well, 
then you look at what the United States is doing. We're, we're running out of money. The United States is coming up to another debt ceiling. And we're pledging $112 billion, much of it already spent, supposedly for Ukraine. Now, where's the money going? Well, a lot of it's going to the corporations of the military industrial complex, which means it's going into the pockets of American corrupt individuals. But where does it go when it goes over to Ukraine? They're getting billions from us. Billions of your tax dollars are going into the foreign accounts of uh, Zelensky and, and his government. So, you know, at what point do we say we're not going to take it anymore? And, and that's where we are. And that's why they're trying so hard to silence you, to silence me, to, to silence other people who are speaking out. We'll do a screen share here. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Biden held stolen classified documents at his Delaware home. And guess what? The Secret Service, well, they kept no records of visitors while they were there. So who knows who had access to these documents, Harley? Victor Davis Hansen on Fox suggests that the topics of these documents held by Joe Biden were Ukraine and China. That's no surprise. I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. Well, he was Obama's point man for Ukraine. He was overseeing the operation run by the neocon Victoria Newland who was the right-hand enforcer of Hillary Clinton at the State Department, then of John Kerry. Uh, Newland said we spent $5 billion to overthrow the elected democratic government of Yanukovych. So here we are, we say we're supporting democracy, sovereignty. And yet when Newland was caught talking to the US ambassador to Ukraine about who would be in the government, she said, who should be the next president? Yats, Yatsenyuk. And when the coup took place, who became the president? Yatsenyuk. So it was the United States that ran the coup, that imposed the government, and then committed to building Ukraine, to build the army, to go to war with Russia. Now, why do they say Russia is our enemy? And that's where you begin to see the, the corruption. The, the price tag is much bigger than just the money that they're stealing. What they're trying to do is to protect and defend what Newland's husband, Robert Kagan, one of the key neocons from the Bush period, said is the defense of liberal hegemony. And what do they mean by liberal? They don't mean like a, a democratic liberal. They mean a deregulated economy in which the swindlers set the rules, which as you and I have been talking is what the Great Reset is all about. Russia doesn't support that. China doesn't support it. Much of the colonial sector doesn't support it. In fact, that's why they're not joining the United States in sanctioning Russia and China. But after we've already put forward 112 billion, and it's probably more than that for Ukraine, how much is now going to go into the arms deals in Japan and, and Taiwan? I don't know if you know this, but the, the Japanese prime minister, Kishida, was just in London where he signed a major agreement with the puppet prime minister in London, Sunak, which, in which Sunak said this will cement the United Kingdom's commitment to Indo-Pacific security. And they're starting to pump money into that. 
Meanwhile, there's a strike wave in England. People can't afford to eat, can't afford to heat their homes. Same situation is developing across Europe, while European governments are committing themselves to spend more billions to arm Ukraine and to provide a big nest egg for Zelensky and his cohorts. So, you know, it doesn't stop. The, the exposés are there. What's needed is for the American people to realize that they're being played by the same geopoliticians who are trying to uh, extend their unipolar order. And the way they do it is they try to break people into left, right, gay, straight, you know, Jew versus Christian versus Muslim. You know, th this is what they do. They, uh, I'm sorry, excuse me. They, they do everything possible to use identity politics and things of that sort to destroy the potential for people to rise up. Now, on the Biden question, on these classified documents, Sean, I got a very interesting report last night from Roger Stone, who said to me that what he's hearing is that the Obama team has concluded that Biden cannot win in 2024, and they're going to draw this out over a period of months. And this is, this is his hypothesis. They're going to draw this out as a way to get Biden to step down by saying to him, look, you're old, you can't win, uh, it's time for you to step aside. And I, I just said, well, how does that work? What, who, who comes in to replace him? And he said, well, Harris. And I said, well, how can that work? She's sort of like a younger Biden. She's, she's also not mentally competent. And what he said is that they're going to open the floodgates at the Fed once again, go back to quantitative easing to create a tsunami of money that will be used to buy the votes combined with whatever they can do to rig the election so that Harris can walk in as president under the same direction that Biden has been. That is the Obama machine, which is really a Wall Street city of London political operation. We're also sick and tired of the systemic corruption. It's so obvious now, and these people don't care that they're being called out. They do not care how evil and treacherous they are, they're all in, right? I mean, look what's going on with uh, Katie Hobbs being sworn in as governor of Arizona in a stolen election. So what you're saying here about Kamala, it calls to mind Lyndon B. Johnson, right? Not elected by the American people, becomes president after they execute JFK. It reminds me of Kathy Holcomb, the New York governor. She steps in when they got rid of Cuomo and of course, now we're told she's been reelected in a very fair election. So, of course, Kamala, it's all part of the humiliation ritual, in my view. If they make Kamala president, it's just another humiliation ritual like Fetterman down in Pennsylvania. Well, and who's being humiliated? It's the American people. It's the American Republic. Our tradition and our legacy is being tarnished beyond belief. And, you know, when you just as an example, to go back to this England-Japan situation, the agreement that was signed between uh, Sunak and Kishida will now allow each country to deploy their armed forces in the other country. And what Sunak said is that this will cement the United Kingdom's commitment to Indo-Pacific security. Now, they don't have any money to put into this. Who's going to back up the, the British armed forces? They don't even have enough of an army to fill a moderate-sized college football stadium. So how are they going to take on China? 
Well, ultimately, they're going to get the United States to do it. And I'll just read you a quote from the head of the Marine Corps in Japan, a guy named Lieutenant General James Bierman. He said, just as we set the theater for war in Ukraine in 2014, in other words, admitting that U.S. policy was to prepare Ukraine to go to war with Russia. He said, just as we did that in Ukraine, with training, pre-positioning supplies, identifying sites useful to sustain operations and so on, we're doing that now for China. And where are we doing it? Taiwan and Japan. The Marines in Okinawa are going to be equipped with special weapons that they'll be making available to the Japanese. Now, I, I was talking to someone about this the other day, and someone said, didn't the Japanese learn what happens when you play with nuclear war from what happened in Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Well, apparently not. And this is how deep the corruption goes in the establishment. But the obvious point, Sean, as you, you know, is most of the American people don't agree with this policy. Only about one to two percent think that Russia is a threat that the United States has to stop. Now, the problem is that one to two percent are mostly Democratic war hawks and the Republicans who ally with them. And you know, given that they're in the minority, what can we do? How can we con convince the American people that they have the power in their hands to bring these guys down? And I know people say, well, the elections have been rigged. We can't do it. Well, I don't believe that. I think that if we actually had more people committed to fight for having their vote count and to fight for having their voice heard, that if we had that, we would be unstoppable. And that's why they're so scared. That's why they're censoring. That's why you see you know, the, the, the real issue in Twitter. And, and this is another point we could talk about for a whole nother program. But what's the real issue in Twitter? It wasn't the Russians who interfered in our election process. It was U.S. intelligence that interfered in our election in 2016 and 2020. And they'll do it again unless they're stopped. So, you know, I, I think the picture is becoming more clear to a growing number of people. The question is, who has the courage to move on it? I want to play a soundbite for you from Cash Patel in just one second. But uh, before I do that, what are your thoughts on uh, McCarthy as speaker and the concessions he had to make to the uh, mega patriots? There's going to be real investigations. I hope, I pray. What are your thoughts on McCarthy? Well, I think he's obviously a typically flawed character, just like Paul Ryan was. And I think the fight was an important one. I don't necessarily agree with all the, the issues that they were raising. But the important ones were that the speaker cannot be a dictator and that the voices of what the British call the backbenchers must be heard, because if they are heard, they're not going to be backbenchers. They're going to end up directing and, and controlling the, the fight. You know, the, the key issues that I see are and, and you know, put aside the question of impeaching Biden, I think you know, that, that's going to take care of itself in one way or another. The issue here is, will the patriots have a say in running the country when it comes to economic policy and military policy? And this is why the intelligence community intervened after the 2016 election, actually before the election, with this fake story of Russiagate. Why? 
because they were terrified that if you had a president who's not controlled by them, and the one thing we know about Donald Trump is that with all his ups and downs and idiosyncrasies, he's not controlled by the, the rhino and, and uh, uh, Obama-Clinton establishment. And the fact that he had a different approach to foreign policy, that he wasn't going to give NATO everything they wanted. He was willing to talk with Russia. That scared them so much that they ran four years of lies, dirty operations, censorship, destroying people's lives, people like Roger Stone, uh, Paul Manafort. You know, Manafort spent uh, more than three years in prison and his health, he, he lost his health. Uh, destroying people like Julian Assange, whose crime was he told the truth about the corruption of the U.S. administration under Bush and Obama. So, you know, the, 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 oh, and you mentioned before the whole question of the Kennedy assassination. We're having a, a seminar coming up uh, that it'll probably be too late after this is posted for people to see. But on Saturday the 14th, we're going to have a seminar on uh, investigating the International Assassination Bureau that's been run that not only took out John Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, and Martin Luther King, but took out people all over the world, including in, in Italy, including and tried to kill Charles de Gaulle. So we're up against a pretty powerful group of corrupt individuals. So, you know, you, you, once you realize that, what's the worst thing they can do? They can kill you. Well, they're going to kill you anyway with their policies. So if people have the courage and, and the sense that they're doing this not for themselves, but for the future, they're doing it for their children and grandchildren and to pay a debt to those who came before us, then you begin to realize that you have something precious, which is called a life. But that life is not precious if you give away everything in order to, to have security. And I think what's notable about what was done in the Congress, to come back to your question, is that the people who stood up and fought to at least force some changes in the procedures of the Congress did so with that in mind, that they were not just going to go along. And that's important. And it should serve as an example of what could happen and the fact that McCarthy had to give in. Now we'll see what he does. I don't trust him and I don't trust the people who work with him. But for example, this, uh, um, what's his name? The, uh, the church commission idea of getting at what's gone on with the FBI. Why has no one paid a price for the FBI lying in the Trump case, for the FBI corruption over 30 years with Cointel Pro and black bag jobs and, and slandering and smearing and, and, and so on? Why have they not paid a price? So if nothing else happens, but the brakes are put on the flow of money to Ukraine, and there's an investigation of the corruption of the deep state in the United States in the US Congress, and it looks like that will happen, then those holdouts in the McCarthy uh, election will have done an enormous service to this country. Friends, just a real quick break and a word about our sponsor. Gold prices could surge to $4,000 an ounce in 2023, and Noble Gold Investments has the details. As recession fears persist, 
Jorg Keener, chief investment officer of Swiss Asia Capital, said that many economies could face a bit of a recession in the first quarter, which would lead to many central banks slowing their pace of interest rate hikes, making gold instantly more attractive. If 2022 taught us anything at all, it's that tangible assets are the only assets you can count on, like gold. Now, of course, past performance is no guarantee of future results, so do your own due diligence. Thousands of people have started to make a move towards securing their retirement. Join them by opening a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments. If you get in before the end of this month, you'll get an incredible free quarter-ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Yes, and I want to play this clip. Um, This is Cash Patel on Charlie Kirk's show. Listen to what Cash says about the power that McCarthy has to enforce subpoenas so that people like Fauci and Biden can be investigated for their crimes. Of Congress powers, which means the Speaker of the House can send the sergeant at arms out and go and arrest anyone that defies a congressional subpoena. Wow. Now, if you want to see whether these Republicans actually have backbone, that's the law. No, slow they can so, do slow that. So, so, so we got 45 seconds. I've never heard that before. So you're trying yeah. to tell me Kevin McCarthy, let's say Fauci defies a subpoena. Yeah. He can be arrested by the sergeant at arms at the direction of Kevin McCarthy and held in detention. Where? Well, there are jail cells <laughs> at the bottom of the Capitol building. People don't know that, but they're there. All right. I got to get Cash Patel back on. He's been on once before. Great guy. I don't know. I don't think that's hopium. Those are facts. It's just a question of whether or not the law will be enforced. Well, and that's why you you see the important thing that, that McCarthy thought he could bluff, that he could take three or four votes and then say, OK, look, you guys want to play this game. You're not going to have any power. You're not going to go anywhere. But they held out. They didn't submit. And now that McCarthy knows what he's up against, the possibility exists that he will be forced by, and by the way, this number will grow beyond 20. I think there are many, many more Republicans who are feeling pressure from the voters. The Democratic side is different because the the Democrats think they have everything under control. Just as as people like uh, Senator Scott, the Republican from uh, uh, Florida thinks, uh, people like Rubio, they're, they're totally committed to the war party and, and the city of London, Wall Street corruption. But there are Republicans who are not. And what we've seen is a growing number of voices across the country. And what's necessary is for it to be not bipartisan, but above the party. You know, I, I like the idea of principle over party. And we haven't had that. The, the way the parties are, are structured is, is the way to keep the nation paralyzed and in a stalemate. But if people realize there's something more important than party, there's being a person who loves one's country and loves the people in this country enough to stand up and fight for them. And so, you know, that's, that's why I, I like the slogan, principle over party. Yeah. For love of God and country, it's really all that matters at this point, God, country, and family. And that's everything that uh, the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, Joe Biden, and the powers that ought not be, that's what they're trying to destroy, literally, God, country, and family. And speaking of family, boy, people are strapped in this country. What's it looking like for you over there in Germany? Americans are using credit cards now to fill the gap. 
because inflation's out of control. I'll show you a picture here, Harley. Eggs, $5.50 for 12 eggs. They used to be a buck a dozen. Well, it's $5 for 10 eggs here in, in Potsdam, Germany. And the price of butter has more than doubled. I didn't know that Putin was stealing the milk and stealing the butter, but apparently that's what they want people to think. Um, the, the way it's looking here is that the inflation rate is, is hitting very hard in the Eastern Europe, it's 15 to 20%. In uh, uh, Spain, it's, it's the lowest in Europe, it's 7.6%. Germany is over 10% inflation. The United Kingdom is 13% and headed toward 20, 25%. But more than the inflation question, look at what's happening to governments. Look at the, the situation now. Janet Yellen, one of the truly incompetents, is now running around saying that we'd better deal with this situation with the debt limit or else the government will shut down. Now, why don't they stop sending money to Ukraine and use that money to, to cover necessary services? So, you know, the, the, the way these guys make policy is they take their orders from the city of London and, and Wall Street and the corporate conglomerates. And these corporations are the ones making fortunes on this defense spending. And they're the ones who will make huge profits when quantitative easing begins again, because that will give them the liquidity to bail out their insolvent customers. And that means they'll be able to start speculating again. So the stocks that are dropping, well, they'll start pushing the stocks up, but who will have money to buy them? The people who have a friend at Chase. So they're trying to replay the same old game, but moving down the road a bit, looking at trying to, to do something with digital central bank digital currencies, uh, trying to do something to put governments completely under the control of the financial institutions like BlackRock. And meanwhile, what are BlackRock and Vanguard and these companies doing? They're buying land in the United States, in Ukraine, in, in the Netherlands, 30% of farmland, the farmers are being forced to sell. This is one of the most productive agricultural centers in the world. Why in the world, when there's world hunger, do you shut down the most productive agricultural sectors? Well, because they want to starve people. They want to reduce population. And when you talk about Klaus Schwab, that's what you're talking about. A satanic commitment to population reduction. For what purpose? to make life easier for the super wealthy. It's just so nuts, right? I mean, we talk about these things month after month after month, and we see glimmers of hope. But if a picture speaks a thousand words, how about this one? <laughs> this is so truly embarrassing. And some GOP congressman wants to uh, put a permanent bust of Zelensky in the U.S. Capitol. I had Laura Logan on recently, and she said something I didn't know. Harley, she explained to me that Ukraine is and has been a well-known international hub for child sex trafficking, and people would fly in there to have sex with underage girls and underage boys. So it's no wonder that Biden is so in love with Ukraine. And by the way, $112 billion for Ukraine, and we can't build a border wall? We don't have a, we don't have a country? It's just a looting, and people are waking up in droves. Boy, I sound like a broken record, man. But uh... no, but you see, that's the question people have to ask themselves. At what point do you ask, 
why are we hungry here? Why can't we pay teachers here? Why can't we keep hospitals open here? Why can't we build roads here and bridges? And look, you know, they say it's global warming that's causing the flooding. No, it's the fact that the state of California uh, has not put money into rebuilding infrastructure for 25, 30 years. California used to have world-class water management. Now it, it's uh, either drought or flooding. So meanwhile, Zelensky's wife goes to Paris and spends $40,000 on clothes. Whose table did that money come from? And people have to realize that we're, it's not just the thievery, that there is a real risk that this will go to nuclear war. Because if you're saying that there's no negotiation possible, so it has to be settled on the battlefield, when the Russians bring in the new troops and when they uh, make a decision not to hold back any longer and just absolutely crush Ukraine, what can we expect? A false flag, something that might lead to an accidental launching of nuclear strikes. So the question is, are you willing to starve or be incinerated on behalf of the uh, corrupt officials of NATO and, and the uh, Five Eyes governments? And that's, that's really the issue. And I, I did, today I did a, a, in my briefing, I went through the where this geopolitical doctrine comes from. And in the, the worst case, there's a guy named William Yandel Elliott, who was a Harvard professor, who was part of an intersection of Chatham House and the Council on Foreign Relations. His students included, get a load of this list, Henry Kissinger, Zbigniew Brzezinski, Samuel Huntington, who wrote The Clash of Civilizations, and Pierre Trudeau. The, when people talk about the Schwab kindergarten, well, this actually is, is parallel, but in a sense, higher up, because all of these people became the controllers of government policy, which was to the detriment of the sovereign nations that they claimed to represent, and in favor of these globalist elites. All right, one final topic for you, Harley. Uh, people are dropping dead all over the world suddenly. How about this one? 20-year-old Colorado college tennis player dies unexpectedly in his sleep. This comes on the back of Lisa Marie Presley dropping dead of a cardiac arrest at age 54. What are you seeing over there in regards to Reiner Fulmick's research? What are you seeing over there regarding any real investigations about this genocide, this democide, governments being in bed with Pfizer and literally rolling out a bioweapon meant to kill people? Well, as you may know, I was invited by Dr. Fulmick to testify before his committee, uh, and he asked me to speak about the Great Reset and the relationship of that to the proliferation of power of corporate cartels. However, I can tell you that there's an attempt to degrade him. Uh, one of his assistants has now said that, that he was using the hearings to have billings for his law firm. They're trying to create a big scandal over this. I mean, it's typical. And instead of addressing the issue, they go after the messenger. And so I don't know what's going to happen with that. I know in terms of Europe, the Fauci types have complete control over the narrative. And there are fewer, in the US, you have more people speaking out by far. In Europe, there's very little, uh, very little voice for people to talk about this. These are real people, Harley. Yeah. These are real 
sons and daughters of people who care about them, and they're just dying suddenly, and the horror mainstream media says it's climate change, or it's certainly not related to the vaccine. Do you know when that uh, Damar Hamlin, the Bills safety, collapsed and had a cardiac arrest on Monday Night Football? Within hours, the story was, it's not the vaccine. It's this other thing, which is very rare, commodiocardis. So they're circling the wagons and they're never, ever going to tell the people the truth about what this thing is. And it is a bioweapon. It's not a vaccine. Well, and, and Sean, have you noticed the cover up, how extensive the cover up is of the bioweapon labs in Ukraine? After Victoria Nuland admitted that we funded them, all of a sudden there was a complete blackout on the story. And the Russians had a, a very big uh, program in front of the United Nations that was pretty much boycotted by all the Western nations where they went through what they had discovered and what they found. So it is a top-down global cover-up, which is the same cover-up we see around things such as the uh, Russiagate story or you know, the argument that, that Russia's invasion of Ukraine was, was unprovoked. They get a narrative, they stick to it, and if you contest it, you're the one who's the criminal. And that's the new normal. But that has to be broken. And you know, I would really encourage all of your listeners who are very well informed, because you do a good job of informing them, that they cannot be passive. They cannot sit there and say, these guys are too powerful, we can't win. We have to win. We have to win for our nation, for our families, for uh, our religion, for our belief in the future, and for our love of humanity. Because the people who love humanity are the ones who fight, not the ones who carry out the cover-ups and the suppression of truth. Yeah, you got that right. I think you gave me my title for this video, a top-down global cover-up. And uh, we got to blow it wide open. It's being blown wide open in the alternative media, the real news, right? But the whore mainstream media, boy, they are in the pocket of the World Economic Forum and they cover up for all the crimes of the deep state. Harley, tell people how they can follow you and find your updates. Do you do those weekly? No, I do a daily update, uh, 10 to 12 minutes. It's posted at thelaroucheorganization.com. Facebook and YouTube have been messing with it. We were having a hard time getting it going on Rumble, but We've got to do that because, you know, in Facebook, I was up to 45, 50,000 views a day, and now it's down to under 10,000, and people say they can't find it. Mm. Uh, but you can find it at the LaRoucheOrganization.com. And if people want information on how to sign up for free to my blog page, just send me an email. And you can do that to my personal email at HarleySCH at gmail.com, H A R L E Y S C H at gmail. Sean, I have a lot of your regulars who have been in correspondence with me, and I love it because they are the best informed people around. That's kind of you to say, but uh, I tend to agree. I think I have a very, very active <laughs> and well-informed audience of patriots. And I do appreciate you coming on today for our first update in 2023. Thanks for your time today, Harley. Okay, see you soon. See you soon, my friend. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. As always, a special thank you to our subscribe stars and our members at sgtreport.tv. Friends, check us out every single day for free at sgtreport.com. That's the antidote to corporate propaganda and mockingbird mainstream media lies. 
God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. And so what you're looking at now is a situation where the Eastern world is taking advantage, you know, like countries like India have been buying huge amounts of silver at record clips at a, at a discounted price, essentially. I mean, you have the comics that's been suppressing it in terms of uh, last few years, but this isn't going to continue to go along. I mean, you, you're draining the amount of physical that's supposed to be in London, that's supposed to be in comics, and that's been draining at record clips.